0: to the Six Out Cultural Podcast. Once again, I'm joined by Danny and Frenchet. Hey, what guys. What's on? What's up, guys? Well, we're back. It's been a little while. We've had an international break, of course. All the said yeah, players and all the other leagues have been uh, on international duty. So uh, we got some time off, I guess you can say, you know, to recuperate before the end of the season. we got some big games coming up. Uh, sadly, uh, no champions of games. So that's over for us. But we still got Roma on Europa League. And the yeah, Serie A matches and in Euro Cup this summer, so looking forward to that one. But yeah, we had the Azzurri. And uh, just first off, how do you guys think they did overall?
1: I feel like they Fantastic. played pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I'm i very happy with the results. Uh, we got three out, three uh, wins, no goals conceded. Uh, there was just a few times where you could tell that Italy are lacking a striker, uh, especially last game against uh, Lithuania where Imobi had maybe four or five chances that he should have scored. Uh, even if you got maybe half of them, two or three of them, I would have been happy. But for him, he missed a lot of good chances. And if you can't score against a small team like Lithuania, uh imagine like the bigger, say, nations, not teams, but bigger nations, such as like the France, Spain, uh, Germany, Portugal, in a big game for when we need them to. Uh, it's kind of concerning. I would like to see Morskine get a shot uh, yesterday, but he uh, went home early because of, I think it was fatigue. Uh, also, would like to see Caputo in that role, but again, he suffered an injury in training, uh, so couldn't see him. I just feel like Italy, that's the only thing that we're, the only question around this team is, who's going to be the striker uh, when the Euros start? Because it seems like Molotti, he's play, for me, he's been better for Italy than, say, Mowgli has. Uh, but Immobile does score more in the league, so it's going to be an interesting question to uh, see. Uh, but overall, I'm happy with the performance. A uh, few standouts for me was Locatelli. He was absolutely phenomenal in uh, the matches he played. I really liked the way Bastoni played uh, last game. Big fan of our left backs between Spinozola and uh, Emerson. And Donnarumma keeping a clean sheet, making the saves that he had to make. Uh, it was just a very well-performed uh performance by Italy over this international break and even the under 21s too happy that they advanced and it's a good future for us, uh, heading forward.
2: Yeah. Th- I think, uh, Italy played really well, uh, to nothing in all three other games. Obviously, there's a couple of scares. Donnarumma, I think he was watching too many of, uh, Stegen and Chesney tapes over, uh, over his break and, uh, scared me a little, t- uh, a lot of the times when he was kicking the ball out, playing it out the back, but, uh, nonetheless, he got the clean sheets immobile. The guy's dog shit. I know Enzo's gonna go off on him later on. But, uh, he could have at least had like six or seven goals, um, in, in, uh, on the span of these three games. And he just didn't, cause he, he can't finish. Um, good to see that we have a great pen taker in case, uh, the game goes to pens. But other than that, Immobile was horrible. I think the midfield w- was superb. The left box, like Danny said, they're just incredible. With Emerson or Spinatola, we can't go wrong. Just hope everyone stays fit. Obviously, killing his fitness is gonna be a problem, but we have Bastoni, we have Mancini, Toloi. Um, but I don't want to say Ciara because he he was below average, but other than that, I think the squad. I think we have the best squad in Europe. Uh, France is gonna be the toughest team to beat, but I think uh our talent is younger, hungrier, and re- ready to feast. Locatelli, he's playing with his um, future U. V. teammates there, and uh, it's it's good to see. So a great great international break. Unfortunately. Uh, the staff tested positive for COVID and uh, Panucci's out for Juve. It's not looking good, but hopefully uh, they all recover well and uh, we get back to seeing Gizuri, Azurini, and uh, our City F teams do well.
0: Yeah, well said. Uh, yeah, definitely. We had some more positives than negatives, I'd say. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course Italy they went two nothing against Northern Ireland, Bulgaria and Lithuania, so all two nothing. That was kind of a the pattern we saw that go on throughout the week. And yeah, you gotta be happy with the defense. Not much to really comment on with them. I think they did well. Uh the first match, Bonucci uh lodged up those long balls uh against Northern Ireland. Kind of made my head spin a bit, but um I think they all did great at the back. Uh Chedby had some difficulty like Richard mentioned, but uh overall, they handle themselves well, and you can't really complain about <laughs> game three clean sheets. Uh Also, another stat that I saw was that uh, Donnarumma, in Italy's defense overall, has gotten 18 clean sheets in 30 games since uh, the arrival oh, of uh, Mancini, so only 12 games have conceded another 30, so that's really impressive, and uh it's kind of cool to see Italy being Italy, you know, we're, we're always known for being that good defensive side, and it looks like we're going back to that uh, coming into the Euros, so that's good to see. Um, so a couple. uh jogged down a couple things during the games. I don't want to forget to say it on here. Uh, yeah, like you guys said, Immobile uh horrendous. I think he missed like eight big chances in the in the two games he played or something like that or yeah, something like, like that. It was crazy. It was terrible, and I think it was one of the worst of all time or something. The World Cup qualifiers, something like that. That's a stat on Twitter. But, uh, if you watch the game, you know what I mean. He was horrendous. Uh, and he's been like that for a while now for Italy. I really don't want to see him start the Euros. Uh, but yeah, moving on from him, I can go on all day about that guy. Uh, I liked senior, He had two assists in two games, which yeah. was great to see. Uh, he's been good for the Azzurri, uh, as of late. I think since midway through last season, I've liked him with Azzurri. Before that, it was kind of not the senior you see with Napoli, but uh, since then, I think he's been really good for the Azuri. And I think for the World Cup, not World Cup, but Europe, yeah, I really the World like Cup, the, the big part. One thing so. I
1: like too, yeah, one thing I like too was uh, the link ups uh, he had with, say, the Varati with Emerson, which is very good to see because they're all on the left side. So when those three are linking up, it can cause uh, damage. Even Spinozolo, too, when uh, he came into the match a few times or when he started, uh, Insignia was linking up nicely with him. And he, for me, he was probably besides. Maybe you can even argue he was probably Italy's best attacker uh, going forward. And seeing it, he had two assists, he had the assist on uh, Mobley's goal against. Uh, I think it was against uh, Northern Ireland. The second goal. Yeah. And uh, he had the assist on Locatelli's uh, perfectly placed shot. And for me, that's that's great for for me as an Napoli fan to see uh, the captain of Napoli as well. Just him playing uh, good for the Azzurri and hopefully he can carry it over, especially now since he won the uh, March play of the month for the Serie A. And he's just been really good for us as a late, uh, probably our best player overall. And it's just happy to see when Napoli players do well for the uh, national team.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh, another attack I really liked was Berardi. Obviously he had to go home early. um, When he played against Northern Ireland, I really liked the way he played. He also got a goal. Um uh, but yeah Berardi really impressed me. I think um his whole career really, when he's not injured he does well. But the only issue is really injuries, he's always hurt, which uh it's gonna it's gonna be a problem if uh, we don't have him for the Euros. I think he'll be very useful. Maybe he might even start, who knows? But um uh, and speaking about starting and Berardi and all that, Chiesa man, he was horrendous. I didn't like him at all. Uh for Juve, we've seen he's been on a, a tear, he's been really good for Juve. But for Italy, I feel like he was trying to do too much. I think he was trying to be yeah. like, okay, I want to impress the coach and the staff. So then they start me in the Euros, but it's not play within the team. He was trying a little bit too much and I didn't like that. He was running into a lot of players. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't impressed by Chiesa, but I think he'll snap out of it. I think, uh, that was just a couple of games stretch where he struggled, but I really do think that in the Euros, he'll do much. Yes, quality. We've seen it. And uh, hopefully he can dive for Italy, too, so he can get some pens, you know? Because I know you have got to experience it, so maybe uh, <laughs> for once uh, I can celebrate the kids he has a dive. So, uh, looking forward to that one. Uh, also, we all mentioned that at he was incredible. Uh, you can argue he was the best midfielder in the whole three Yeah. Yeah. But even better but Barella, to be honest. Um, he played great. He had that goal, like uh, Dan mentioned, the curler, nice pass from Senia, mm. And... Um, He's impressed me, Logatelli. He's kind of, he's came a long way from, at Milan, he's kind of like a thin frame guy. He wasn't that strong. He's kind of pushed off the ball a lot. But he's always had that shot, always. Even at Milan, he's always had a great shot. Yeah. And that's something you can't take away from him. And, uh, I think over the years, he's gotten more composed and more calm and his passing's improved a lot. And, uh, you know, is a great player. So, uh, that's great to see him play well. Uh, also, Emerson, I liked how he played. Uh, he didn't do anything phenomenal, but uh, I like the way he played. But in my opinion, maybe I'm being biased. You guys can tell me, but I thought Spina Solo really proved that he should be the one that starting in the Euro. I he was phenomenal. Honestly. So, Bulgaria, one man of the match.
1: I wouldn't For me, both of them played. I, I'm just. I'm not trying to be biased because I'm a huge Emerson fan. I, think, I feel like both of them played up to par. And pick your points if one of the two couldn't even start. Like, I don't mind both of them at all. I really like both of them going forward. And I feel like both of them are very dangerous on the left side. So got to watch out for them because they, even Emerson, he had one shot where I think he hit the, it was either the post or the crossbar. It was just yeah. a nice shot. And, and you have to look out for that because they're the type of players that they push forward. You have to be careful that if they shoot it, it's going to go in the net. And I feel like that's what Italy needs, uh, especially now with like say Insignia in the left, uh, just a guy who can push forward because Insigne is the type he will track back and he's the type he'll cover for whoever's there and great link-up plays as well. So for me, both of them were absolutely, like, they were both good. And I wouldn't mind seeing both of them at the Euros, like one to two, like, say, every game here and there. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think definitely both of them will get playing time. I just think Spinan
0: Sola suits Italy more if he plays the bigger games because um with Spina his shot's not the best and that Samerson has a much better shot than him. Mm-hmm. But one thing that Spina is really good at is creating space and creating opportunities for his teammates and I feel like with Insignia there, he doesn't really have to shoot. You have Insignia right beside you. So I feel yeah. like we'll get a lot of openings for Insignia to cut in. I really like the dynamic they had together and I think uh our left side might be some really scary Neroes. I think we're gonna tear up a lot of teams there, so that was great to see. I'm really happy with that. Uh, for the right side, uh, for they're all right. Obviously, he had an injury picked up. Uh, he's, he's okay. I would have liked to see Calabria, but obviously, he's injured. He's gone. Yeah, so it's I easy. yeah It would be nice. It would be nice to have him, but obviously, it's not going to happen. Uh, hopefully, he gets uh, better soon, but, uh, yeah, I was really happy with the team. Like, not much to really complain about. Uh, against Lithuania in the first half, I really wasn't too happy with the way we played, to be honest. I was kind of, Disappointed, yeah. but, um, but... That was, like, the that I was
2: player. playing. That was, like, the backups' backups were playing because yeah. of the uh, yeah. upcoming yeah. City A games. Yeah, I, didn't mind,
1: I didn't mind toloy at all. He, for me, he didn't do much, much wrong, and he didn't... Like, he wasn't amazing. He was just steady in the back, and you can tell he's a veteran in the back compared to, like, say, Mancini and Bastoni. Like, he, he uh, paired up with them uh, pretty good in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I, I think... Um, Toloi a good utility player to have, you know? Yeah. In, uh, in the Euros, if someone's not playing well or we want to change it up or give a different look, we got Toloi there, so he's really good to have. And he'll definitely get called up, I think. I think he showed that he'll be useful for, yeah. uh, Mancini. So, uh, yeah, that was great to see from, uh, Toloi, who really did well, so I'm happy about that one. Uh, Donnarumma, do we'll really have to talk about him. We all know what he can do. He's mm-hmm. just phenomenal, one of the best in Europe, really.
2: He just needs to relax uh, on, on the feet.
1: Yeah, that's one thing. Oh,
0: yeah, one. what was that thing with? The, uh,
2: the vo- on, right? Yeah, the Chesney Sh- Sh- and he's, he's and yeah. he's channeling them. I don't like that. Yeah,
1: that's one thing, too, like, even Mancini, like, I get, like, he try to get him involved, but there's one thing that you can't do against these big bigger nations, say, and that's just pass it to Donald Ruman because this guy, he's not the greatest with his feet, and it could cost us, like, a goal if, say, he uh, has at the fee and then they're pressuring. So yeah, we have to definitely. be careful. We have to take notes of that, too, and just hope that Italy don't play like Napoli do and pass it 90 times to Donnarumma when we're trying to attack.
0: Yeah. And uh, I like what Capello said. He said um, and back then, he would sub a player out if he passed back to the goalie, which I find kind of funny. Yeah, and I feel like we might have to do that with uh, Donnarumma because... <laughs> Even in the Serie yeah, we've seen him made a lot of mistakes. I think it was one against Torino maybe two yeah. years ago. Uh, Sassuolo maybe it happened too. I, I, there's like, I remember there was like a month where he made like two errors. That were really bad for Milan a couple of years ago. But Yeah, it
2: costed him uh, some big results. Yeah,
0: yeah but it's going to happen when, like we have to remember, Donnarumma was very young. He started yeah, he playing like 16. 16. He started playing big minutes at 16. Huh. So that's uh, not many keepers do that. And, to be honest, he has a head start on Buffon if he wants to match his legacy, which is he be does. Tough, but he has a big head start, so it's possible. Italy have a bright future
2: could be the next way to win Italy World Cup.
0: You know,
1: let's hope so. Maybe he's twenty-one
0: well, too, right? He's twenty-one. Yeah,
1: twenty-one, twenty-two. Like, uh, wow, mostly, that's, like he's still young. Yeah, very <laughs> young. incredible. And mm-hmm. over, doesn't he have like close to like, I want to say two hundred appearances for Milan or something?
2: Yeah, he's, he's got to be. He's got to be close. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, crazy.
1: Definitely. Yeah, and he still and, got, if everything pans out, he's still got, yeah, he can even play till he's 40. Who knows?
0: Yeah, most keepers do, really, nowadays, yep. so. And, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so a Donnarumma, one thing with him is that at 21, most keepers don't even play a professional game yet, or like for the main team. So, and this guy's almost played 200 already, that's.
1: And he's sorry for the national team.
0: Yeah, it's such a national scene. That's that incredible. Is. Wow. Uh, one thing I'd like to see is Buffon at the Euros. Maybe not as a player,
2: but yeah. it's just there. You know, yeah, I think I so too.
1: I wouldn't mind him as a player either. Just say as like a third goalie mm-hmm. or something. Like, yeah, I wouldn't mind him at all because he'll bring like leadership. He'll help say Donnarumma like learn, and even the same could say like say if hopefully Kialini's there healthy because. He's a good character to have in the locker room. He's a good player to have on the field. Just like a guy like that too, like it, like a kind of like a De Rossi role too. He can help the players and stuff, and that would be like a Buffon. He can help Donnarumma learn, like grow as a keeper. And because usually, okay, not most of the time the third goalies don't play. But if the third goalie has to play, it's John Luigi Buffon. Who cares? Yeah, it's not. Like it's, it's like you'll be like, in good hands. Yeah. So, we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets called up, but I hope he does, even if he comes to the staff, like with De Rossi, and help uh, coach these, kids, uh, these players.
0: Yeah, I think just the one thing why he doesn't want to do it, I feel like he thinks he's taking opportunities away from guys like Meret and Golini. Yeah, I yeah, think that's, that, that's why, I think. why he doesn't want to do it. Because he's like, that's I had right. my time, I'm 40 now, I'll give it to the kids, you know? I think that's why yeah. he's not doing it. Even like, when he I came just,
2: back to Juve, he said that.
0: Yeah. I just seriously.
1: hope, I just hope, I would love to see him like even on the sidelines say like if Mancini wants to bring an extra guy and staff bring him Buffon. Yeah,
0: that would be it's great. Just like a, yeah.
1: Just like even like if he's like the kit guy or whatever brings the players coffees and stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, cause we have a pretty young team so the more veterans we have around them the better it is. So um yeah. I would love to see Buffon at the Euros in any capacity. I don't care what his role is. As long as he's there in the yeah. locker room then I think it would help but I don't, I don't really don't think it's going to happen though but uh, that will be good to see. Uh, yeah, I think that's enough about the uh, Azzurri. I think uh, we covered it all. Heading to the Euros, uh, before we uh, go on to the Azurini. are you guys confident? What do you feel?
1: For Euros, mm-hmm. you yeah. know what? I'm always, for me, I'm always confident in Italy. Like I, any time, even at Euros, I'm more confident at Euros than I am at World Cups with them. Uh, but if everything pans out, hopefully the team stays healthy. If we don't have any bullshit, I can see Italy even maybe making semi-finals. I can see them making the semifinals and finals the way we can play. I feel like we're like we're good, we're a good like side like uh, people. I think we're gonna be like the underdogs or the dark horses to win the Euros. I think Italy can make it to the finals, and who knows? I think we can win it as well. Like I, I'm, I'm a believer that we can win Euros this year, and I feel like yeah. Mancini is a big factor in that. And I like him as a coach and hopefully this year I get to uh we get to celebrate a Euro Cup. Hopefully that'll be
0: great. And uh one more thing before we go to Azurini. Uh, uh I just want to mention that Zaniolo on Sunday's uh finishing his individual training, he's going back to beautiful. Him. So it's uh it's happening. He's coming hopefully, back. He gets
2: hopefully, come back. hopefully, yeah, Zulini. I'm
0: not sure when the deadline is, but uh one thing I wouldn't mind seeing even if uh Machina doesn't want to risk him is just call him up. Maybe for the group stages, don't we'll play them. And then after that, it'll be more than ready to go. But even for the group yeah, stages, definitely. I think they, it's fine.
1: And good news, too, that they're, since they're, they have the five-substitution rule at the Euros, there's in, they're in talks. I think the decision has to be made in a couple of weeks or so that they could be calling up from, I think it's 22, I think it was, to 25 players. Oh, wow. Oh, that's, great.
2: That's, that's even stuff. better. Yeah, so that's, I should again. stop for Buffon and Zanola right there.
1: So I would, uh, but who knows if you you don't take I wouldn't really take a fourth goal. I would take maybe not to see. one per position, say a defender, midfielder, and an attacker. There you go. Zanyolos could be an attacker, midfielder. Who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah, he can play in both. So, yeah, I think he'll definitely get called up. Uh, I just think if he's coming back. Well, not coming back Sunday, obviously, but uh, he'll be back as a team. And he's done his individual training, so I think around April twentieth we might see his return on the pitch, maybe off the bench. And by May, I think, maybe mid-May or beginning of May, we might even see him start a game. So, he's, he'll be back soon and I'm hoping he can at least get maybe a couple of games in before the Euros so he's really uh, conditioned and ready to go. And he looks like he's in great shape. He's been posting a lot. So, he looks huge now. He looks like, uh, yeah, he's up. Up the again. And he's already bodying people before. So honestly, what mm-hmm. he does now, he's, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, moving on now to the Azzurini. Ah, uh, uh, wow. Uh, I don't want to go forever on them, but now it's, uh, <laughs> I could. Interesting.
1: Yeah, that's the scary part.
0: <laughs> uh, well, first, I'll tell the guys the score is the like Czech Republic, they tied 1-1. Uh, Spain zero-zero, 0 and then against Slovenia 4 nothing Uh, the first thing we got to mention, I think it's the elephant in the room here, five red cards in three games. What the hell is that? Yeah. Uh, that's just unacceptable. Um, granted a couple yellows were questionable but still five red cards and uh, that yeah. should not be happening they gotta keep their cool I know they're kids but come on five red cards uh, I don't think I've ever seen that before ever
1: no it's like every match Italy it's like we had a bet like oh is Italy gonna go down to nine men is Italy gonna finish a game of 11 men like and it, it's just a compulsion granted to like uh, I'll be fair I'll be a little fair on Italy as well there were some calls that you go. What the hell was that? Like, uh, Marquezel? Is it Marquezel? I think it was. Uh, yeah, Marquezel, Mar- 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 Gaze- yeah. Mar- yeah, his lead is uh yellow card. The red card he saw he got it against Slovenia wasn't even the second yellow. Not even close. In a million years, you would never yeah, give no, him a no, yellow. No. And I feel like, yeah, Italy have to keep their composure, especially now because we're playing uh Portugal, so. This is a team that's gonna hurt you if you go down to ten men. Um, and we're gonna be missing I think one player. I think he's the only one missing because Tonelli's gonna be back, is gonna be back, and who else whoever Ravella. else was suspended. Uh-huh. Uh yeah, was we'll be will be back, Rovello will be back. I feel like Illy I think I think Illy can make it through. Uh, I, I feel like they have a team, they have some good players. Uh has been playing good for them. is a presence in the air. Rovella, he's such a good midfielder. Uh, I feel like he's he should be starting. Pratesi, I'm really impressed with. And just in the back line, too, uh, say Lovato, he's been playing good. Uh, Del Prato's been play, playing good. Connesec, he's been outstanding. He's probably the, the best goal yeah, in, wow. in the tournament he's been playing. And I just feel like we have some good players on the team. And... Hopefully, if they can keep the composure, uh, they can even bring home the zeros I feel like Portugal might be the toughest team. Them and, say, obviously France could be the toughest teams uh, in the tournament. But if we can get by Portugal, watch out because this team, seems like a team, if they catch fire, uh, they can win it all.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Uh Yeah, like Danny said I think most of us Have the same guys Like we thought Played well Skamaka I think he looked Really good Against Czech Republic He uh scored a nice goal Went around the keeper yeah. That was nice Uh Rovella I really liked Aspadori I really liked Lovato Did really well uh, I thought Fratez was one of the best players Got played very hard Against Spain And I think Without Pobega We would have lost that game I think He was just our anchor Kind of like Gattuso That game Even my, my dad mm. said That we were watching the game He was playing really tough so he was able uh, to help us match them physically. Kandasaki Dan, like you said, <laughs> phenomenal. He was incredible. We wouldn't be going through without him, guaranteed. I think Frabota did a great job of his work, right? Yeah. I mean, whipped in a few nice crosses. I really liked Frabota. Uh, and Kutrone against Slovenia was an, sensational. He was great. He could have had more. So he could have had, it. He could have had more. Yeah. yeah. So he was really good. Uh but yeah, Frinchot, what do you think about the What and how they uh, performed over the break?
2: Yeah, I, they really impressed me, obviously. Um, when I, They face a lot of tough teams in their group, and they really impressed me. Obviously, the red cards is an issue that we need, need to resolve. But there's one talking point that I want to bring up. There's one player that should be a veteran on that team, that should be a leader for, for his role, and he was probably one of the worst players on the pitch. And I think Enzo and Danny know who, where I'm going here. Sandro yeah. Tanali. This guy, I, I don't he's on Milan, he's, like, contending for the Scudetto, he's supposed to be, like, at least for the under-21s, he sh- should be a veteran for them, he knows, um, obviously he works with champions all the time he's at Milan, and he just, he was horrible, uh, there wasn't one game where I watched of him, where I was like, okay... Uh, there I'm was only one out. game he played,
1: uh, uh, yeah. he, he only played the first game, and he... And he got a red card. He suspended he's, for three games after.
2: Out of all the players I, I was... I wouldn't suspect him to get a red card. I would think, okay, maybe you know the young what? guys. I think,
1: and, he, I think he might miss the Portugal match, if not thinking about it. Yeah, I think he God. might miss the Portugal match. I think it's
2: better for us. I think, uh, with him out of the lineup, we played better. We played more composed. Uh, we, we moved the ball a little more. Tonalia, I think, was calling up that midfield. It's good to see him gone. Um, obviously I want him to do well, but if he can't even perform well under the under 21 team, what's he going to do for, for the Azzurri in a couple of years? What's he doing at Milan? If he gets he can, called up. I don't know. If he gets called up, I don't know what... Manchester for me, he is, right but... now,
1: the best young midfielder Italy has could be, in, especially on the team, probably Fratese or Rovella. Yeah. Those are yeah. the two guys that were standouts for me. Really yeah, I really like the way they played. And Fratese, too. I feel like he could be... He's more dangerous uh, because he's a great dribbler. He can create uh, chances. He's a good crosser of the ball as well. And I feel like him and Rovella... Together, especially if say majority or Pobega play, uh, I feel like our midfield in the tournament could be a a key factor for us if we want to advance. They have to be big against Portugal because Portugal's got some good players. Uh, I think they have the best team, in in my opinion, the best team on paper, um, in the tournament. So let's see what they can do. And uh, Tonelli, he was very poor against the Czech Republic. He couldn't complete a pass. His corners were terrible and just to get and he got sent off as well that just yeah, summed up his game like he was yeah. just terrible and who knows if uh if he comes back who knows if he's gonna if Italy advance against Portugal who knows if he's gonna be playing uh after
2: you yeah, he shouldn't be playing for the Uzzurri, that's for sure
0: yeah that was uh disgraceful from uh Tonale uh I've never rated him I don't think I ever will. He. Uh... He's just, I don't know, I think people spoke too soon on him, Uh, I think it's getting to his head, I don't know what it is, but I don't know, he's been terrible, so uh, yeah, get him out, guys like Fratezi, Pobega, uh, Rovella, they all deserve to start over him, so it's no point in having him there.
2: Replace him with Fajoli.
0: Yeah, for Fajoli. why not? (laughs) I
1: don't know if you can uh, replace him. I don't know if you but, can replace, uh, players, cause due to the squad, yeah, I think it's just yeah, the yeah, squad yeah. you call up, that's what you have to go through. Which, in my opinion, I think the way they did this tournament is kind of stupid. They should just wait till after the season. Uh, I guess they didn't want to, like, impact their heroes, but I just don't think I didn't like the way they, uh, scheduled the group stage now and then knockouts in, like, a couple of months or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I do not like the, how they, just the dates are playing, but what can you do? Um, I'm more happy they get when they went through, of course. Yeah. Some struggles, but, uh, it was good to see they overcame it. And, uh, yeah, we're on to the knockoff stages. So that was great to see. I think we'll end it here. I think we covered a lot of, uh, all the international football. I obviously, said he yeah, was back this weekend. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking Ed, forward to it. Ed.
2: Yeah. And then uh, just one, one last thing I want to mention here. Oh, Lord. Lega Serie A, Paratici Agnelli, please. Oh, Napoli no. and Inter had two COVID cases. And they, you guys postponed their games. You bent over backwards for them, please. We're, we're facing Torino and Napoli. Postpone them. Banucci's out, Di Merels out, Chiellini and Bernadeschi and Chiesa might be out. Who knows if they have COVID. Uh, hopefully not. But we have two positive COVID cases just like Napoli and Inter. R- where's our special treatment here, please? Postpone our game against Torino. Please, yeah, that's all I, I, uh, I want to say, please.
0: I think Juve has gotten their uh, special treatment over the years, don't worry.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we'll end it there. Uh, like I said, we, I didn't even cover it at all. Uh, both went undefeated, so that was great to see. Forza Italia, looking forward to the Euros. Uh, check you. out our social media, at, at 6.co, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Thanks for listening, we'll see you next week. Ciao. Ciao.
2: Ciao,
1: guys.